Welcome to the New Beginnings Church Podcast, home to the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Tom Burke. New Beginnings Church is located in Henderson County, North Carolina. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.newbeginningsofhendersonville.org, follow us on Instagram at NBCHville, and like our Facebook page, New Beginnings World Outreach Center. Well, I want to open with just a couple verses before I get to our text. Now, Thursday, we finished in the book of Luke, there in chapter 23, with the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to pick up today in Luke 24, beginning in verse 1. Uh, but before I get there, I want to read a ver- two different verses. One in the book of Revelation And uh, John on the Isle of Patmos, he was in isolation. And yet God was right there with him. He was sequestered there, but he was not alone. You and I are not alone. Revelation 1, verse 12 through 18. John said, I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. In the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, girded about the chest with a golden girdle. His head and his hair were white. I hope everybody remembers that. Whatever color you Jesus' hair was white. Now, I won't go into any more on the color of my hair. I mean the color of Jesus' hair. His head and his hair were white, like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet like the fine brass as if they had burned in a furnace. His voice like the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was as the sun that shineth in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Watch this verse in 18. I just love this. I am he that liveth and was, past tense, dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I just love that. He amened himself. That was good preaching right there. I mean, Jesus, the Son of God, the preacher of preachers, right there giving himself an amen. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. I want to just encourage you today. You serve a risen Savior. He's in this world today. He walks with us. He talks with us. A long life's narrow way. We serve a risen Savior And if you went to Israel today, uh, there's an empty tomb. Amen. There's been a stone rolled away. He who was dead, he is alive. I hope he's alive in you today. I hope you have a living relationship with Jesus today. Uh, One more before we go to Luke. The book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 24 25, possibly even 26 here. Acts chapter 2, verse, well, matter of fact, let me start at 22. I'm going to start at Acts 2.2.2. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God, among you by miracles, wonders, and signs, 
which God did by him. Now God does those by us. In the midst of you, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered to the cross by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge, predestination, foreknowledge, the foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Watch this, verse 24. Whom God hath raised up. I'm telling you, he's alive today. I know a lot of people don't believe in Jesus, but I want you to know through the circumstance that this world is going through, mark my words today. There's going to be people that never had a little talk with Jesus, never thought about prayer to God, uh, never wondered about could God be real. I want you to know today through this that we're facing worldwide, there's going to be a revival. There's going to be a worldwide revival, and you're going to see people come to know Jesus uh, as their Savior like never before. People are going to be touched whether it's through uh, Franklin Graham Samaritan Purse there in New York or Italy or wherever throughout this world, whether it's seeing doctors and nurses praying together, uh, whether it's uh, uh, people uh, being prayed for there in New York, Italy, in different hospitals across this world, uh, I believe there's going to be a major move of God, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit birthed out of what we're facing because many times through the years some of the greatest revivals were birthed out of affliction and major problems and or sin problems and major revivals came. I believe that's going to happen. Whom God hath raised up having loosed the pains of death. I just love this. Because it was not possible. <laughs> Oh, my, I wish I was standing right now behind a pulpit. I could just dance, shout, run, spin. You know, it's tough for a preacher to sit down and preach. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's real tough. I, I'm using a lot of self-control right now today. You can't see it, but I'm jumping inside and, and uh, inside of me. I'm jumping up and down right now. I'm spinning and turning around. I'm so thankful for this day that we celebrate an empty tomb, a risen Savior. He's alive. He's alive in my heart today. I just had a fantastic couple of hours with the Lord before I ever preach. I'm, I'm alone with the Lord for multiple hours, just, just seeking God for individuals, but for the services, this, that, and the other. And I'm, I'm just telling you, the presence of the, of the Lord was so rich today. It just, whoo. Uh, and I pray that for you today. I want you to have the closest walk with Jesus you've ever had from today on. I mean, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. It was not possible. God loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he, Jesus, should be held by death. Amen. I want you to know today, God loosed those pains. He's alive today. He's alive. He's alive. And he's alive forevermore. I want to sing this for a second. It said, uh, God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because Jesus lives, I can face tomorrow. Because Jesus lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know, He holds the future. And life is worth 
the living just because he lives. I wish I could get an amen about right that time. Woo! God sent his son and they called him Jesus. I'd love to sing that again, but I'm not a singer. I'm just a preacher of the gospel. And God sent his son and they called him Jesus. I want you to know today he's alive and because he lives, you and I can face today and tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear should be gone. Because I know he holds the future and you can be assured of that. Life is worth the living just because he lives. Are you thankful today your Savior is a risen, alive Savior? You can talk to him and he'll talk back to you. I tell you, I pray today your life is never the same. Luke chapter 24. If you'll remember now where we finished uh, Thursday night, we had seen where they'd killed the Lord, uh, buried. He cried out there on the cross, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Uh, you know, the wages of sin is death. Jesus bore that sin for you and I. He didn't deserve that. He never sinned. He took our sin. But Romans 6.23 also says in the second half of that verse, but the gift of God. Whew. The gift of God. The gift to the whole world from God is Jesus Christ. The gift of God to the whole world is salvation by grace, not by works, lest any man would try to boast. It is the gift of God. I hope you've received this gift from God. If not, before I finish today, I'm going to pray with you, and I, I pray this is a day that you receive the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, as your Savior, your Redeemer, the one that bought you out of the sin market that we were in. We were bound by sin on our way to hell. That is a real place. And the lake of fire and brimstone. That's a real place. But we don't have to go there because there's another real place called heaven. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. For in my Father's house are many mansions. For if it was not so, I would have told you. I want you to know today, Jesus wants you to go to one of those mansions. He wants you to come to those, one of those places that he's preparing for you and I. That's heaven. That's in his father's house. Oh, my. Luke 24, verse 1. Now, upon the first day of the week, that's Sunday. Saturday's the seventh. Sunday's the first day. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. See, man tried to roll a stone up there to seal that sepulcher. Man put a seal on that stone to seal it up to where it couldn't be moved, where nobody, no possible way uh, anybody could come roll that stone away. Uh, so that even in Matthew 28, uh, 27, 28, it talks about the thought that uh, maybe uh, Jesus' disciples would come take him out of the tomb, but they sealed it. They put the biggest stone they could uh, there to uh, block it up, stop it up. But here it said they found the stone was rolled away. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, in one of the Gospels, it says, uh, that there was an angel sitting on that stone. I just love that. I'd have loved to be able to see that. 
I can picture that in my mind, the victory that that angel saying, hey, what man thought they could do, God had something else planned. And I want you to know today, God's about to roll the stone away in some areas in your life that you've been bound up in, that you've not felt alive in, that you have felt like uh, you've kind of been in a, uh, a type of bondage, uh, kind of locked up, uh, uh, held back, uh, held down, uh, but the stone's being rolled away for you today. You're going to be set free from fear, the past, condemnation, low self-esteem. You're going to be set free from some lies from the past. Uh, today, you're going to break out. Today, you're going to break through. And today, you're going to come forth. Just like Lazarus, Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And some of you today, you're going to come forth into newness of life, a brand new level of hope and joy and strength and hunger and thirst for the Lord Jesus Christ, a brand new uh, uh, exuberance for your faith in Jesus Christ. I want you to know today, God's rolling some stones away, and you're going to come out of some areas in your life that you've been held back in. But I want you to know today, today's a resurrection day for you too. Today's a newness of life day for you too. Because he lives, we can live. And it's going to be a brand new day for you. New day. You ought to declare that over yourself today. Today, I'm going to have a new day. Today is my breakthrough day. Today is my breakthrough day. He said here, they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in, and they found not the body of the Lord Jesus. <laughs> the reason they couldn't find it is not there. He's already risen. He's already alive. If you're waiting on God, you're backing up. I'm telling you, that man is already up and moving. Glory to God. Woo. And it came to pass. I want to say that today to you. Whatever you're facing today uh, in a trial, it has come to pass. In other words, it's just about over. And it's going to pass by. And what we're facing worldwide today, it's come to pass also. There's a day when it's not going to be here. There's a day when it's all going to be gone, just like all the other diseases from 2004 that I called out a few weeks ago to this time. Uh, you don't hear them talking about all these other things uh, all the time, do you? No. Uh, there's it's come to pass. Something in your life today has come to pass away. You know, Jesus said this, except a seed fall in the ground and die, it abides alone. Something in our life today might need to die for it to come back alive and come back alive like never before. I'm telling you today, it's a breakthrough resurrection day for you. My goodness, I hope you'll start expecting that beginning today. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed about this. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they, the two men, those were angels, by the way. So we believe in angels in this church. We, this is a blood church. We preach the blood of Jesus. This is a resurrection church. We believe on the third day Jesus was raised from the dead. This is a salvation church. We believe in a Jesus-only church. We, that's why I said Jesus-only. We believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Amen. There's not two ways. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. This is a virgin birth church. We preach the virgin birth of Jesus Christ, born of a virgin. This is a church that believes in forgiveness from sin. God forgives you from sin. This is a Holy Ghost church. We believe in the help and power of the Holy Spirit helping us day by day. Uh, I'm telling you, we're, 
This is a Bible-believing church. We're going to preach the Bible. I couldn't care less who tries to shut me up. I'm going to put the Bible out there. If they cut me off, they tell me to stop. I'm going to keep preaching this Bible till Jesus takes me home. Whether he takes me like Enoch or Elijah or takes me through whatever means, I'm going to keep preaching this gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I've been doing it over 30 years, and I'm going to preach it. Uh, today, tomorrow, any day, anywhere I can. I'm not going to let my voice be quieted or stopped. I'm going to keep preaching while I've got a voice. Amen. Amen. Because this is too good for people not to know about the gospel. It's the too good news. It's too good to be true. But I'm telling you, it's true. We've got a great life. You and I are blessed. And it's all because of what Jesus has done for us. Amen. He said, And as they were afraid, they bowed down their faces to the earth and said unto them, the two angels did, Why seek you the living among the dead? Amen. He's alive. Didn't we read it earlier? Jesus said it himself, and he gave himself an amen. He said, I'm he who was dead, but I'm alive. And I'm alive forevermore. He'll never die again. My, oh, my. He's not here, but he is risen. Oh, my, I'm just so thankful today that there's an empty tomb, that he's risen from the dead, that what he said he was able to do. God raised him from the dead on the third day. Check this out. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, Romans 8 says, lives in you. There's resurrection life in you. There's newness of life in you. The same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, he's alive in you and I today. And he'll walk with you. He'll help you every moment of every day. You're not alone. The same power of God, the same resurrection power, the same resurrection life is in you now. Amen, amen. He's not here, but he's risen. Remember how he's spoken to you when he was yet in Galilee saying, the Son of Man is delivered. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day. Oh, amen, amen. The third day, rise again. I wish I could sing that. There's a song out there about that, but I, I better not try to sing that one. He shall rise again. Oh, my. I'll stop right there. I know some of y'all might know it, but I, let me keep going. And, and they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and other women that were with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seem to them as idle tales. Now, these are the disciples. These are the apostles. Already called apostles in the Gospels now. These ladies are telling that we were there and he is gone and the angels said he's alive. He wasn't there. And it said their words seem to them as idle tales. And they believed them not. I'm telling you, that's just almost as much as me as I said uh, Thursday night when one of Jesus' disciples cut uh, uh, one of uh, uh, the leader's ears off uh, there as they came to get Jesus to take him to the cross. His ear was cut off, fell on the ground. Jesus, right in front of everybody, picked the ear back up, put it on the man, and not one of them repented. Right here. These are people that walk with Jesus every day, saw his miracles, ate with him, drank with him, walked with him, talked with him. 
heard him say all the things about him suffering and dying and rising again, here they're given a testimony and said they believe them not. All the gospels say it. Mark 16 says the same thing three different times. Then arose Peter. I just love this. And ran unto the sepulcher. And stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves. Just the clothes, nobody. And departed wondering in himself at what was come to pass. And behold, two of them uh, went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they walked together, uh, and they talked together of all these things which had happened, and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself, I just always like that word himself, drew near and went with them. <laughs> but their eyes were holden that uh, they could not recognize him. And he said unto them, What manner of communication are these that you have one with another as you walk and are sad? And the one of them whose name was Cleopas answering and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And hast thou not known the things which are come to pass in these days? And he said unto them, This Jesus now, what things? Well, what, what are you talking about? What's happening? I just, I'm trying not to fall out right now. Just is so amazing. And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> uh, who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers, boy, I feel the presence of God in this place, delivered him to be crucified to death, condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we hoped that it had been he who should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company amazed us who were early at the sepulcher, and when they found not his body, and when they found not his body, hello, they came saying that they'd also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the sepulcher and found it even as the women had said. But him they saw not. <laughs> then he said unto them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Now, this is one of my favorite things right here is about to be read. I would have loved to have been right there with them at this point. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, Jesus expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning him. He taught them on every verse in the Bible from Moses through the prophets that prophesied about him. How many of you would have liked to have been in that teaching? Woo! My, oh, my, every scripture concerning himself. And they drew near unto the village in which they went, and he made as though he would have gone farther. Uh, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it's towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, do you keep seeing that phrase? And it came to pass as he sat eating with them, he who was dead. He's eating with them. He took bread, blessed it, broke it, gave it to them. And watch this verse. And their eyes were opened. And their eyes were opened in the breaking of bread. 
and they recognized him. I pray today that if you're listening to me and your eyes have never been opened to the love of Jesus that he has for you and I, uh, in the life that he has promised for you and I, that your eyes will be opened to the love of Jesus today and that you'll open up not only your eyes there but your heart and let Jesus come in. Maybe today you're backslidden and you say, Pastor, I've walked with him, I've talked with him but I'm not walking with him now like I know I should. Open your heart back up today. Let this be a day of rededication to Jesus. Have a brand new resurrection day today. And they recognized him. And this is amazing. He vanished out of their sight. Vanished. Boom, just like that, gone. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us along the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and those who were with them saying, What did these two say? This is the second group of people now. The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. To who? The one that denied him three times? The one that literally cursed when they said, yes, you're one of them. And he said, no, I know not the man. He said three times. But in another gospel, it said, uh, go tell my disciples and Simon. I want you to know today, you say, Pastor, I've failed the Lord. I've missed it. I've, I know I should have done this. I know I should have done that today. Come back to the Lord with your whole heart. Forgive yourself. Let yourself go. It's time for a brand new walk with Jesus today. It's time for a breakthrough day. It's time for you to allow God to roll away whatever stone is holding you back in life today. If it's fear, if it's lack of self-esteem, if it's whatever it is, it's time to let God roll the stone away and you come out and come alive, come with a brand new fire, hunger, thankfulness, a resurrection day. That which was dead should come alive today. Oh, my, I'm just praying this will be the day, the night, the week that you have a resurrection and you experience newness of life. It's God's will for you. God's wanting to roll the stone away from you. What man hadn't been able to do for you, God can today. Let me say that again. What man, medicine, and anything else can't do for you, nobody can do you like Jesus. Nobody can do for you like the Savior of the world, the miracle worker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, the miracle worker. He wants to do miracles in your mind and in your body and in your life today. The promise keeper. Hallelujah. He keeps his promises. I promise you that. Whatever you're believing for, get your faith back out there today. You're about to have a resurrection time. Some of you that hadn't danced in a long time, you're about to dance again in your house. You're about to do a two-step, four-step, and more steps than I could give you numbers for. You're about to jump, spin, and, and uh, shout in your house. You, I believe some of you are going to throw your hands up in the air just like you don't care and just begin to praise God in, in your house today and begin to have a resurrection hallelujah time. You ought to just shout right now, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. I believe you're alive and I receive my breakthrough today. I receive the stones being rolled away. And I receive that newness of life today. That's right. You ought to just shout in your house right now. Let one of your kids say, what's happening to daddy? What's happening to mama? What's, what's happening there? They're coming alive today. No more lukewarmness today. I mean some people like John the Baptist who was a burning, shining light for Jesus. No more religion today. I'm going to teach a message pretty soon. I just came across a teaching in the, the Gospel of Luke where uh, uh, the woman with the alabaster box there, and I just love this phrase, uh, and it said, and she broke the box. It's, <laughs> oh, glory to God. 
It's time you and I break the box. It's time for you and I to come out of religion, come out of whatever's holding us back and break the box and come forth into newness of life, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the hand of the Lord being on us, the anointing of God, the miracle signs, wonders, breaking the box of religious, breaking the uh, box of men, and just letting the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit just empower you and raise you from the dead today. Oh, my, I'm just about to jump up out of here, but I, I just can't do it. I mean, I could, but then it, uh, anyway, you know what would happen. It said uh, here, verse 34, Luke 24, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told, yeah, I, right now I just feel like somebody's jumping in your house right now. Go ahead, just jump, turn around, spin. I feel like somebody just took me literally. And they're jumping, they're spinning, they're giving God some praise for their soul being saved, for not being the same that they used to be. They're set free today. If, if God ever sets you free from drugs, illegal or legal, you ought to just shout, jump, and spin right now. If God's ever set you free from alcohol, depression, oppression, fear, condemnation, something, you ought to just jump right now. You ought to just spin. You ought to just start shouting. <clears throat> you know, the Bible said we ought to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Amen. If the Bible says that. Shout unto God. Now, if you got neighbors right next to you, you might want to not get too loud, but somebody might call the police, but you could be a witness to them too. Tell them you're shouting for Jesus today. Amen. It said, the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done along the way, these two, and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. You know, I believe that when we take communion, sometimes our eyes can be opened. I believe when we take communion, miracles happen. And as they thus spoke, I just love this, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them. He didn't open any doors. He didn't knock. He just came in there. <laughs> oh, I just wish somebody let Jesus come into your life right now. He's ready to come right now. As a matter of fact, the Bible said he stands at the door and knocks. That's what it said in Revelation. Jesus stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified. They were terrified. These were his disciples. They were terrified and frightened and supposed they'd seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands. This is almost too much for me to preach right now. He said, Behold my hands and my feet. Look at the nails. Look at the nail scars from where those nails that went through my hand. I was nailed to the cross for you. I, I, I took all your sins. I was nailed to an old rugged cross. At the old rugged cross. Oh, my. On oh my feet. Look at my feet. They were nailed. He said, behold my hands and my feet. That it is I myself, handle me. See, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And I, I'm just... And while they yet believed not... <laughs> and while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have you here anything to eat? He's going to go and give them another. And he gave them a piece of broiled fish. I wondered why I like broiled fish so much. And a honeycomb. I wonder why I like honey so much. I got honey sitting right over there. I'm going to have some honey over here at uh, lunch today. Got a honeycomb. My granddaddy used to always eat honey out of a honeycomb. He had it in his general store over there in East Flat Rock. He never ate honey the way I eat it now. He always ate it out of a jar with a honeycomb in it. The whole honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spoke unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, in the Psalms concerning me. 
Then open he their understanding. God, open our understanding today. Open up the eyes of our understanding today. Open up the eyes of our understanding today that we might see you brand new. That we might see you in a brand new way. That we might see you in a brand new way. I, I, I want to give you one more verse here while you're there at, at Luke. This is just another reference. John chapter 20, beginning at verse 24 through 29. This is John, Gospel of John chapter 20, verse 24 through 29. Remember, now he's already spoken. They've already been witnessed to multiple times that Jesus is alive. Watch this. This is Thomas now. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came the first time. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Do you remember? He showed them those prints in his hands there of the nails. Thomas, this, you, do you see over and over how people walked in unbelief? I want to try to challenge you today. Would you begin to really believe God from today on? Please don't be like these disciples that just didn't believe. They didn't even believe yet. Yet they walked with him. They talked with him. They ate with him. We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of his nails, put my finger into the print of his nails, and thrust my hand in his side, I will not believe. Why? Because they stabbed him in his side with a spear. And after eight days, eight is a new beginning. Eight days after Thomas said that, again his disciples were inside and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus. I just love this. The doors being shut. <laughs> Woo! I'm not talking about just somebody today. I want to challenge you to get your faith back out there in God. The things that are impossible with man are possible with God. This man walks right through the doors, right through the wall. No door, no stone, no walls held him back, and it won't hold him back from blessing you today. Today can be your breakthrough day. Let him in. Let him in. Let him, let him bless you. The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then he said to Thomas, I just love this. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here thy finger and behold my hands. Reach here thy hand and thrust it into my side. And watch this. I want to challenge us today with this also. And be not faithless, but believing. Now remember, Jesus wasn't physically standing with Thomas then, but I believe Jesus was there when Thomas said that eight days before. And Thomas remembered exactly what he said, and he knew Jesus requoted his exact words to him. And Thomas answered. He didn't even do it. He didn't even do it. He didn't have to. This, this Jesus quoted his exact words, and he saw the nail prints. He saw it in his feet, saw it in his hands, saw it in his, the side with his side. And he said unto him, My Lord, and my God. Woo! He had a salvation experience. If he never had it, he had it then. Jesus saith unto them, Thomas, because you've seen me and believe, but blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of disciples which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. I want to ask you, do you believe this today? If not, would you believe this today? That you would believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Would you just right now, if you're not a Christian, just say, Jesus, I believe you are the Christ, 
the Son of God. I believe you died on Calvary's cross and bore all my sin for me. I believe today that you rose from the dead on the third day. I believe you're Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. I give you my heart, my life. I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I ask you today to come into my heart, live in me, live through me. I give you my life to use any way you can for your glory. Take my life and use it for the kingdom of God. Save me. Save me. The Bible said, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, shall be saved. Jesus Christ, I call on you to save me today. I receive your gift of salvation. I receive every benefit of the blood of Jesus Christ. I receive your Holy Spirit coming in me and on me to help me from this day on in my life to fill me and endue me with power to walk this walk overcoming victoriously and for Jesus Christ to be a light and a witness for Jesus. I receive you as my Savior now. If you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, that believing you might have life, eternal life, through his name. I want you to call me today at 692-0777 or whenever you hear this. And let me help you now in your new walk with Jesus. I'm just thankful that God gave us the Holy Spirit to give us an overcoming life. I'm not overcome by drugs or alcohol or anything else now. Now I overcome because of the power of the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm an overcomer. You're an overcomer if you're a Christian. Let me finish here in Luke 24 for the next few minutes. Verse 45 then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Do that for us today, Lord. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer for you and I. Not himself, for us. And to rise from the dead the third day. Hallelujah! Amen. He's alive! Jesus is alive! In your home, he's alive. He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. He's alive today. Hallelujah. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem and your witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. That's the baptism with the Holy Spirit and fire. That's the one that John talked about in Matthew. He said, I baptize with water, but there's one coming after me. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And they received that in Acts chapter 2, 50 days from today. We will celebrate the resurrection. We will celebrate Pentecost. Penta, 50. And that's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit came on them as tongues of fire. And the Holy Spirit uh, filled them. They began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Tongues of men, tongues of angels. They were endued with power. They received this in the upper room. You can receive this today. Oh, my. Behold, I send the promise of my Father. John 14, John 15, John 16 will all tell you the promise of my Father is the Holy Spirit. I will send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until, and it was 50 days later, until you be endued, filled, empowered, saturated with power from on high. Acts 1 and 8 says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power to be an overcomer. Power to be a bright light for Jesus Christ. Power to live a victorious Christian life. Sin cannot hold you back any longer. 
And matter of fact, Romans 6 says, Sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not. Don't let it because it's not supposed to unless you let it. Stop letting it. You, you're victorious. I'd love to sing victory in Jesus right now. Victory in Jesus, my Savior, forever he sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. Oh, my God. Woo! You got victory today. I hope you feel that victory right now rising up in you. And he led them out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands. He blessed them. You're blessed today. Jesus has blessed you today. He blessed you. And it came to pass while he blessed them. He was parted from them, carried up into heaven, now seated at the right hand of the Father, praying for us, waiting on us, and they worshipped him, and they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. See, now they believed. <laughs> they didn't believe when the uh, ladies came. They didn't believe when the two men on the Emmaus Road came. They didn't believe. Thomas didn't believe. None of them believed till Jesus came. Uh, I want you to believe by faith today. It said they returned with great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. That ought to be our life. Continually praising and blessing God. Continually. I want to say it again. Continually. Every day. You and I are blessed. We're blessed to be a blessing. I want to close with this verse out of Isaiah. If you'll look in Mark 16 and Matthew 28, he said, go and preach the gospel. Now we need to go and tell people that Jesus is real. Jesus is alive. Watch this in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. Now it's time for us to arise. Somebody shout, get up. Arise, arise, and shine for Jesus. Hadn't he blessed you? Be a witness for Jesus, a bright shining light like never before. Arise and shine for thy light, Jesus, is come. And the glory, you ought to shout glory. <laughs> and the glory. Do you know that there's coming a day when the glory of the Lord is going to cover the whole earth? That's scripture. The glory of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon every Christian today. The glory, the glory. For behold, the darkness shall be over the earth. Gross darkness, the people. But the Lord, <laughs> but the Lord shall arise. He's already risen from the grave. Now he needs to arise in you and I. Arise and shine, but arise, but the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen. His glory shall be seen upon you. Oh, I just pray somebody will be a bright, shining light for Jesus, and that somebody will say to you, there's something different about you. And then it said, and the people of the world, the nations, shall come to thy light. Oh my goodness, can you, are you receiving this today? Come to thy light. The light, that's why the Bible said, let your light so shine before men. Let your light, let Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Jesus is the light of the world. We're the lights of the world. And the nations shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Oh, I just, do you believe that today? That's in the scripture. To your rising. It's time you have a resurrection day today. The kings shall come there to your rising. Oh my, I just, I, I just want you to know today, Jesus, 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 just a mention of his name. He's alive today. He's risen today. 
I hope you'll let him arise in your life. And I pray that you will arise and shine and let God's glory, God's love, God's power, God's grace, God's mercy, God's compassion shine through you from today on. And that will take this everlasting gospel that Matthew 28 and Mark 16 tells us to go and preach the gospel now. The good news, the the good news that there's a Savior coming to this world. He's died for us. He bore all of our sin. He's given us a brand new uh, a lease in life. We have a, a gift called salvation. We now have eternal life. We have real hope now. I want you to focus back on Jesus today. Get your hope back. Don't be like Thomas and be faithless. Let your joy come back today. Let your hope come back today. Have a resurrection day today. I want to pray for you as I close in this text today. I believe God wants to really arise in and through you today and take you to a higher height and deeper depth with Jesus. I believe we're going to have glory on us to where people can see it through us. I believe God's love, God's miracles, God's power to transform lives is going to be seen through us. And But we're going to experience it to have a brand new overcoming, overcoming miracle breakthrough life today. It's time for you to experience the victory of Jesus, the victory of the cross, the victory of the resurrection. You and I. That's what he said in Philippians 3, that I might know the power of his resurrection. I want you to know today, this is a brand new day for you. <laughs> this ought to be a day that we have a brand new, deeper love for Jesus, a brand new thankfulness for Jesus, a brand new appreciation for Jesus, a brand new relationship, a deeper relationship with Jesus and that we'll rededicate our lives to seeking and serving and fulfilling the purpose that God has called you to, whether you're in Tennessee, whether you're in Florida, whether you're wherever you're listening to me today, God wants to use you, and he wants you to have a fantastic, victorious, overcoming, joy-filled, peace-filled, hope-filled life, abundant life. That's what Jesus wants that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly. Father, I pray today right now for every person under the sound of my voice, I thank you for those that have already asked Jesus to save them about five minutes ago in that message. Now, Father, I just pray for those that are born again today or that are backslidden today, that today they're going to come back with a brand new fire, thankfulness, appreciation, hunger for God, and that they're, not, they're going to drop their hands to the plow and never turn back. Father, I pray that you'll also help us not be like Thomas, where he, he didn't believe unless he saw. You know, the just shall live by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. We walk by faith, not by sight. You say, I can't see it. You need to see it by faith. If God's word said it, that's enough. Help us, Father, to be not faithless, but believing. Believing believers. Father, let this be a brand new resurrection day. Thank you for rolling stones away from our lives right now. Fear doubt, condemnation. Thank you for rolling whatever it is, religion, whatever it is. Thank you for rolling those stones away and helping us to come forth like you said to Lazarus. Let this be a miracle breakthrough day for each and every person under the sound of my voice in every area of their lives. I want to say thank you, lastly, Jesus, because in Hebrews 12, verse 2, it said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. It was a joy for you to die because you knew what it was going to bring to us. I can't even imagine that, who for the joy set before him. 
Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus into this world and raising Jesus from the dead. Thank you for so great a salvation. Thank you more than words can say for saving us. Being real. I can't explain the love we have to you and the appreciation, Father, and Lord Jesus Christ. But we just say thank you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for listening. We hope the message has blessed you. We invite you to join us Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m., either in person or via Facebook Live. And again, don't forget to like our Facebook page and to follow us on Instagram at NBCHville.